This podcast was recorded on May 13th, 2017. And now, two guys so stupid they think auto body shops builds transformers. It's Barry and Dave and the Stupid About Cars podcast. There's more than meets the eyes. Hey, Dave. Hey, Barry. What's happening? Living the dream. Living the dream, dreaming to live. It's not raining out. No, definitely not raining. Sun yeah. is out there. There's this big yellow thing up in the sky that uh, is pretty ominous. Is it to the east ominous. of you, Barry? It is. It's it's early in the day today. This is Saturday morning instead of our usual Thursday or Sunday. Yeah, we're doing and, a special uh, podcast. Special. Is it special? Special I hope it turns out to be special. But uh, yeah, big ominous thing and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't yeah. you be my neighbor? Figured we'd come in and bang off a, a podcast early in the morning so Boom. we can enjoy the rest of the day. That's it. That's the plan. That's the plan. Right on. What are we doing today, Dave, on the special edition? We actually have a special guest. Ooh, is he special? I think he is. <laughs> he's, he's a good guy. All right. A local guy. Yeah. He's in the trade. Well, he's, he's, in the, he's in the body man trade. In the body man trade. Is that the promise? Like, you know how there's mechanics and then there's technicians. Is there like a body man? Let's introduce you first before we get into yeah, this. Yeah, let's, let's do Pat, that. welcome to the world. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for World. having me. This is Pat. This is Pat. And the, the actual name is Auto Body Technician. See, that's Ooh, it. You, it's not a body technician. man. It's not like, no, it's, it's not a body man anymore. No, it isn't. Because there, you guys are dealing with a lot of technical stuff these days. Yeah, it's not just banging out panels anymore. It's actually, you guys have your own computer now. You have a body control module. It's like your own computer, kind of. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? No, it does all your like, <laughs> it does all your windows. It like, is a body control module. Yeah. That is what it's called. I don't know how much it does to the. You guys have to body. do a lot of airbag stuff, like with every collision nowadays. Like there's quite. It's not just pulling a fender anymore, right? You get to no, play with airbags? no. Cars, cars have become much more complicated, and it's not just you know banging out a fender like you just said. There's always these electronical components. That everything's hidden and it's all tied oh, yeah. in together. So yeah, yeah. program now. And, and some of these, the bus systems now with the wiring. That's, Ooh, the bus system. Uh, it's cool. No, yeah, it's definitely, definitely very cool. Wait so I was, they, I was saying, do you get to play with airbags? Have you ever like exploded airbags and sat on a tire and had your buddy blow you through the roof? Or yeah. No, 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 I haven't had uh, the pleasure of having that done to me, but I have seen a steering wheel airbag being deployed and it's, it's pretty violent. It's, it it's, is violent. Yeah, it I saw is. One That's a good way of explaining it, right? Like, no, it's it comes out with some force. Yeah, I had a friend take a sledgehammer to a friend's car once and made the airbag go off while he was sitting in it. It wasn't pretty. Wow, yeah. was that what friends do? They take sledgehammers to other friends' cars. Nice. <laughs> Not a very good friend. Yeah, well, exactly, Barry. What do you call a friend there? The humor factor. <laughs> the humor it, factor. It, is, it, it kind of almost made it acceptable. If you have a lot of money, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. I'm pretty no, sure. No, it was an old junky piece of garbage in the car days. Yeah, yeah. Buying I hope something. it wasn't one of those Takayama or whatever those no, airbags no, are. No, no. It was those things are insane. Or, yeah, you hear that? that judge, some of those judge, airbags judge, are yeah. ripping people's face off. Oh, really? And yeah. Hondas and BMWs, they've, they're made in a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Huh. And the Hondas, they have a replacement bag now, but the, some of the newer BMWs, they don't even have a replacement bag. So they're really selling vehicles. Like They can sell these vehicles in Canada. There's no reason they can't, even though they have a full recall for killing people, ripping yeah. their faces off, There's they can still sell these cars in Canada. They're like, we just haven't come up with a fix yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you probably worked on some of them. I haven't done too many BMW airbags. No. I've done a lot of uh, Honda. I've done some Audi ones, yeah, especially yeah. the side curtain ones, you know. Then yeah, that constant. just turns into a nightmare. You drop all the headliner and everything, and yeah, it's a pretty labor-intensive uh, procedure. I could never be a body man just strictly because of my dirty factor. 
Not that I'm like dirty. Like I'm dirty, like as a mechanic, dirty. Is that what I'm saying, right? Yeah, okay, sure. No, but seriously, like, exactly I couldn't do. Said. Like I hate doing interior work just because it's like yeah. you touch the headliner and then you leave a print. Well, nice that's why you got these nice, these nice latex gloves that we wear. I, I go through like I, I love them. Like those gloves are great in the winter. I can't do them in the summer because my hands sweat. Yeah. But in the I go through so many of them. Like how oh. many do you go through in a day? Twelve. Twelve easy. pairs in a day. Easy. Yeah. I yeah. go through three or four pair a day. That's weird, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> you're a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the website designer. Oh, wait, wait. This is the wrong show. Sorry. <laughs> wow. That's why your hands are so fully soft and yeah. there's no hair yeah, on them. Yeah. Wow. No, I, I like using them. I mean, you do, you know, <laughs> grease and stuff on the truck all the time. And Speaking you know, of hands, did you see Joe Rogan? The other, like we were, we yeah, both I, noticed that. Joe, Joe, give us a call, man. What's Joe, up with what, those things? What is... It was bizarre, man. We watched him, like, there's a UFC tonight. Oh, okay. And they did the weigh-ins yesterday. Big fight, big fight. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a few, a lot of, yeah, like, yeah, but anyways, there's a fight tonight, and Joe Rogan's interviewing guys, but for some reason, his fingers are, like, purple, and it looks like he has patches of hair on his hand. Yeah. In both hands. I looked at him and just said, Joe, goony goo goo. <laughs> what is yeah, going on? Well, it looked like he's, like, and, but it looked like, because he's tattooed, right, from the yeah. up. It, so it looked like there was no hair on his arm, yeah, but on the palm, or the backside of his hand, it was, like, hair, and then his hands were purple. It's, it's bizarre, yeah. Like, he, like, what do you think happened? Maybe I, he got into the purple people eater? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if he can sing it, maybe. Did he have a blueberry pie? <laughs> might, have, I, might have had a fight with a blueberry pie. I don't know. Maybe. You know, yeah, yeah. He's a little bit of a pothead, Joe, right? Yeah. So, I could see him having a fight with a blueberry pie. That would make the most sense, I would think. Yep. Factual. That's, it does that's what it is. That's what happened to Joe. Yeah. No, well, we can hear background noise. We've got the uh, yard cleaner cleaning our yard with this blower out there. In case you're wondering what that odd sound was, because I was. Oh, it's gone. Perfect. That guy loves blowing leaves. Like some yeah. people like to do that kind of thing, right? Um, it's like I think it's, it's almost like pressure washing. Is it? Like I love. Pre- I want to be a professional pressure washer. I've got to come up for a better name than that because I need to make a lot more money than the pressure washer makes. But it's the most rewarding job ever. PBW. One foul swoop of your wand and everything is new again. New. New, new. Yeah. It makes things new. You if you have an wand. old pair of jeans all ripped, you pressure wash them and they're a new pair of jeans. You can sell that. You, <laughs> you'll make some pressure washing money off of that. It's amazing, you know? It's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's just a very rewarding job. So leaf blowing. It's like mowing the lawn. Probably. Yeah. Maybe? No. No. no? Mowing the lawn kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, sort of mowing the lawn, yeah. No, I said no. No? Okay. No. Okay, never mind. Barry believes mind. everything he says when he's in front of a mic is true. Is you fact. Can't argue factual. It. Well, it's almost like passing the vacuum cleaner on your carpet and you got the nice lines. Yeah. That's, it's, it's kind of the same thing as that. Yeah. yeah. yeah that I'll go with. That'll yeah. accept. Mowing but the not, lawn, not so much. Why no? not? Because mowing the lawn sucks. You're just supposed to pay somebody to mow your lawn. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah. Right. Leaf blowing. Yeah. Leaf so blowing. you know, being a car <laughs> car show, and we're talking about yeah, leaf blowers and mowing lawns. Um, we we you know we get guests on uh, occasionally from time to time. We love having guests on the show, and we do uh, put them on a spot a little bit and ask them a few prodding questions. Ooh. Oh boy, here we go. Okay, question number one, Dave. Drum roll. Um, that's not the question. I'm just. He's trying to think of a good one. I'm trying to stall, maybe, because that guy, leaf blower guy. I know it's pretty annoying, but we'll, we can we can just edit. block it out. Have our block have our out. producer Rob edit it yeah. all out, and if it's, you still here, folks, it's Rob's fault. So this is com- This is this is factual information that we're about to give here. These questions uh, yes. are factual. Okay. They are an opinion, but their opinion, 
that you can consider higher than normal because they work on cars all day long. They yeah. can tell cars. Yeah. What is your favorite brand? No, no, a caveat no, no. here. We do have the right to to tell you you're wrong. Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Now, <laughs> no, is this no, 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 to work on or exactly. my personal... Personal car. Your personal car. Favorite brand. Favorite personal. Brand. Audi. 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 We got an Audi lover. Funny, wow. funny, funny. Favorite car to work on, being a technician. It's a technician. Yes. Due to the shop that I've been at for the last two and a half years, um, I kind of know BMW's inside and out. Yeah. Nice. So I would probably say that. You're a German. Yeah. All German. Very precise. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Favorite car. Like, so if me and Barry, Barry being nice, me too, kind of being nice, (laughs) we're like, hey, buy a car and we're going to pay for it. What car would you buy? It can be like a family car. It could be a sports car. It could be anything. It's a dream car. Your dream car. You're number yeah, well, one. That's I tough because I've got I've got three on my list that I've well, had here. for like I've the last like twenty years. Sixty four. So three. Sixty nine Charger RT. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. Hemi. Just Hemi. Yeah. yeah. Got to go with a Hemi. Uh, Sixty seven Fastback. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I do like those. Ever since Gone in sixty seconds came out, I fell in love with Eleanor. Yeah. Eleanor. But there's these guys out in the states. I think they're in Georgia. And they're doing a ridiculous Eleanor like conversion, like 800 horsepower. It's just oh, nice. ridiculous. So out of an old body style Mustang? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. But all modern drivetrain and everything. That's going to be a tough, that's pretty ballsy of them to, to do that. I mean, you got to think, you're talking about classic car Mustangs. Car done, too. Like, uh, everybody's done Shelby. Yeah. I mean, you, you're never going to beat Shelby. So it's pretty ballsy to go up, step into that market. Yeah, it's I actually like called the, the Super Snake. Well, that's Shelby. Yeah. yeah. Shelby is the Super Snake, yeah. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, the Super Snake is is absolutely insane. Yeah, it's, it's a cool car. You could do brand new Super Snakes, but I mean, I think it's somewhere around eighty thousand dollars plus your car. Yeah, they're not cheap. <laughs> plus <laughs> your, you, so you got to go out and buy yourself a Mustang. Blah blah blah. Take it to them, and it's about eighty grand, and they'll do it. And it's really cool if you ever get down to Vegas. They have the the Shelby factory. And there used to be a Shelby Museum, which was separate, which is up by the airport, and yeah, yeah. the racetrack and everything. Um, but they've actually moved it down, and it's kind of closer to the strip sort of thing. It's not that difficult to get to. And um, there's a big shopping mall there. So, you know, you guys, you go to the Shelby Museum, wife goes to the mall. That's well thought sort of out. Thing. Yeah, no, it's really well thought out. And there's big glass windows, and you sit there and you watch them as they're building these these nice. super snakes and all the, the CSX 2000s and... I mean, the, the amount of I would cars never that they buy a Mustang. Have, right? I, I would never buy a Mustang. I'm like, I appreciate Mustang. But a GT1000. Still, like, if I had that money, I would never go with the Mustang. I don't know why. No, no, my neither dad, would I. Neither my would. dad's ruined me. Like, he's like, he's just been a Chevy guy. He drives a Ford. He's driven a Ford. But yeah, but it's the same. I mean, I don't know. You know, especially with the old classic third one, stuff. Though. Yeah. Third one. Um, I get excited with Chevy. It's a toss-up between, well... Toss-up. You can say another one too. Like we don't, we don't. Sixty-seven cut you off. or seventy-two Chevelle SS four fifty-four is like my number one. That's the number one dream car. Yep. What I looked at when back in my car days. See all three passed. of the big brands. You you picked the car from all three of the big. That's yeah, pretty know, cool. Pretty Nobody's awesome. done that. Okay. That's I cool. passed. I, we were about less than a thousand dollars apart on a sixty-nine LS six convertible. Black on black on black, 
numbers matching car. Sick. I was close to nine thousand, and he was at about ten thousand. Even at that, I was like, it's like "Do you know oh. what that car is worth now?" Oh, good. Yeah, eighty. Yeah, yeah. numbers you, matching. You can numbers get new matching. Microphone, Barry. Like seriously, stupid. Right here. We could yeah, get right new here. microphones. We'd have new computers. Oh God. I, yeah. I would never let you sell that car though. Oh, that's the no, problem with that car. You know. But I, back I'm, then, what do you know? Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So the family car then, Pat. Let's take it away from the old classics. Like if you were gonna buy a grocery getter for your family, what would you buy? Audi E four wagon. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't go wrong. Yeah. Just, I did I mean, it's not like my You can go wrong here, in the bank book, but as far as driving, that's yeah, a yeah. No, it's pretty awesome. I do like so Audis, nice. but to me, I've always been something. Uh, it's so, German then, Barry? Yeah, I mean, you know. So, what's your favorite? Like, if you're going to go with a German brand. Porsche, without a doubt. You're going to buy a car. That's your favorite German car? Yeah. yeah Porsche? Always European. First what European. kind of Porsche? Dream. What kind well, of Porsche? my dream, dream Porsche. I almost, I almost bought one once. I found one for sale. I want a 1986 930, also known as a 911 Turbo. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, you know, when I got my license, 16, 1986. That's because that movie came out, and you. No, 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 I, I, I actually have a friend again? of the fa- friend of the family that raced for Rothmans Porsche, oh, yeah? and he'd taken me out in a whole lot of 911s and some you. other cars and stuff. And you know what? But the thing about the port, I mean, I like performance, and it's kind of stupid, and I even agree that it's stupid. I can't use any of that performance on the street. Uh, the old 911s, they're not great performance. They no. go around corners really well. The problem is they keep going around the corner when you don't want them <laughs> to, right? Um, but, I mean, and it was actually, I found a red one. It was, um, uh, what's his name? One of the Buffalo Bills quarterbacks. Um, Blitzo? No, no, no. Kelly? Yeah, no. yeah, Kelly. Kelly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Robert Kelly. Kelly, his name was stuck in my head, the comedian. I'm like, it's not it Robert, it's Jim Kelly. Yeah. Buffalo Bills. You guys, but, I guess that was uh, your closest NFL team in the old Ontario. Yeah, right? yeah. My dad, love you, dad, but giant Bills fan. Is he? Yeah. Poor guy. He's been Boy, I, just, I just feel so bad for him. I don't even feel bad for the Bills, just for my dad. But I get you know, it. My sister, they're having a rebuilding decade. Yeah. yeah. But that, and, you know, I mean, that was the car of cars. You had the Kuntash. Everybody had their poster up. Yes, but I had you, one in my room as a kid. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and then you had Ferraris, right? I mean, there was... But Magnum the, P.I. The Porsche was, <laughs> you could use it. You could yeah. go to get groceries. You could drive that car around town. And even to this day, it's the same thing. All of these incredibly high-performance cars that I'd love one of each and every single one of them. But the Porsche still, you know? I mean, you, you could little old lady could jump in the car and she could drive it to church. Yeah, they're very iconic Porsches. And it's, I just, yeah, Porsche. Yeah, my brother's got a 89 Carrera 4S. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, nice. ridiculous. I've driven, nice. I've driven that, yeah. Air-cooled, absolutely. I believe. Yep. Eric Colty, yeah. Yep. But he paid three, three liter. He paid a yep. fortune for it, but it's doubled its value since he's owned that's it. Insane. So. And that's what really pisses me off. I mean, you know, houses. You use and abuse your house and you make repairs along the way, but it just goes up in value and not even proportional to just property. But yep. cars, you use and abuse <clears> and make other repairs and they depreciate, 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 unless if you can afford the right car. Mm. And they just appreciate, and things are really going up as of lately. They took a big dive after the whole Barrett Jackson thing. You know when Barrett started, everybody and their brother was well. That's just it. 
they're paying stupid money just so they could be on TV, and then it drove the price of everything through the roof. Well, it's settled back down now, but uh, stuff's starting to go back up. Again. I mean, I love watching Barrett Jackson, but you can't tell me that Akuta is worth you know three hundred grand. Yeah, yeah, it's just no, a bunch of millionaires. Whoever's wants yeah, it the if, most. If it's the first Cuda, and the problem is, is if the first Cuda sells for you know ridiculous amount of money, then every other Cuda just starts selling for. Re- no, yeah. no, folks. It was this one car because it was the very first one. The other ones aren't worth anything. Some people don't get it. You're so right. But yeah. it doesn't matter, man. People are willing to pay what they're willing to pay for, whatever they want to pay for, man. No, it's just so they could be on TV. I mean, I that's know, the whole bear thing. Crazy. But they've dropped back down. And even even my 86, I, I think when I looked at that uh, uh, Jim Kelly one, that was, I think, about 30 grand and probably about 10 or 15 years ago. And I'm up to about 60, 70 grand now for something that's half decent. Yeah. Definitely appreciating, you know. I mean, the car new was 100 grand. In 86, you know, that was, you know, give or take, right, for a 930T. And it has to have the rear window defrogger and wiper, because then it's got every option. Yes. Very particular. I'm trying to find a European Big whale trail, preferably in blue. That's what I've been talking. Yeah. Mercedes has one, but it's like a concept one. Well, it's the big big one, right? The 6x6. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't but make it. No truck. European that's, company makes a truck. I know it's like a Jeep style it's truck. A, it's a, well, that's a G wagon that's been stretched and like they don't have it in Europe. They don't have a truck like we have a truck here. Well, because they no. have the Hilux. Well, they got the Hilux. I mean, that's no honestly. And I'm just Nissan. coming this theory right now. Well, no, no Nissan. They've got the Hilux. Well, they got Frontiers are big there. Uh, but not it's the, not the Hilux. The Hilux yeah. there, I believe, is. But the Hilux is the Hilux. But they have Would the pilot, Would you honestly too. think about trying to make a new pickup truck against the, the Hilux? Like, why it's not here, I'm still annoyed by that. But why do European people not need, like, a pickup truck? No need for it, I guess. Well, they do. I mean, I guess they have them because they have the Hilux in Europe. But no yeah. European brand makes an actual truck truck. Like, as we know trucks. Yeah. They, do, they don't here. know how. This is weird to me. Because <laughs> they need, like, you need <laughs> trucks no matter where you are in the world. You want to put stuff in... But, like, but trailers, we're, I guess, we're, so they just tow everything. We've got it. It's a mindset thing, I believe. Maybe you know, it's a culture thing. We we're a pickup truck culture, SUV culture. You know, even the little things that we're, we're they're making big now. All the the you know Korean companies and stuff like that make these pretty big SUVs, and that's their big sellers now. Over there, I mean, remember, like the Volkswagen Golf is like a full size car over there. Here, it's a compact. Over there, it's full size because they have smaller Volkswagens there that we don't get here, like the Polos and yes. you yeah. know other Polos. things like that. We don't even get so their market over there. They want small and efficient. Here, we say we want small and efficient, but none of us buy it. Yeah, <laughs> right. The bigger, the better. Hey, don't say that. I do. I don't have big and bulky. I got I small know you and don't. efficient. <laughs> I'm driving a GTI and but that's a still RVR, small. the GTI. Okay, well hold on a second. No, the RVR is a pretty big size vehicle. It's not for a, for a family you, of four. You drive. I can the, buy a way bigger. Dude, that vehicle in Europe, you you can't even fit that thing on most streets. Come on, it's that's a big RVR is big. They got the Volkswagen your over GTI. There. First of all, it's it's like it's the big daddy version of a little car. But is take it? it over to Europe. That's a big full size car. I don't think so. And no, it is. Like the Peugeots make some big cars. Like Mercedes is still b- built over there. They're big cars over there. Yeah, they also There's, make a lot of. Small but you pay ones. big money though. And for you're running a big car, like and the diesels big car are like different, that. right? 
I, I just little diesels. I don't believe like I only have four cylinders because I'm a green guy. <laughs> I'm a green. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Well, I, got, I'm not green. I'm cheap. Really. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm starting to think of a nice way to put that because <laughs> that's cheap. where I was going. <laughs> I don't want to pay for the fuel. It's yeah. true. That's a major cost. Or for the, or for the vehicle itself. How much do you think you spend? In, I mean, you drive a four cylinder to work every day, right? Yeah. Yep. Because of fuel savings. I mean, it's strictly. But Barry drives a V8 every single day. You mm-hmm. think how much money you could save yeah. if you bought like a smaller car? Uh, no, I need a pickup. I get it, okay, so but you don't need to pick up every day. A bike, boat. Okay, yes, you're right. And I want a second vehicle. Yeah, I want a little efficient vehicle. What would you buy? A little the money. Vehicle? You know what? I'd open up the paper and I'd I'd just pick. Pat I wouldn't commutes care. in a smart car. That's how green he is. You no, know, I know a lot of people that do the smart car thing, but yeah, but I don't mean, get if, it twisted. The smart car, you got to put 91 octane in it, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Minimum. Well, even I, most people minimum not minimum, yeah. They're not really happy with their smart car performance. Yes, not like right or their economy. You I know? mean, if we were to drive it like a normal smart car should be driven, it would be good. But uh, you're never going to. We kind of drive it like it's a supercharged. So compared to Fiat. your, you have a Honda, a Kia. I have a, a yeah, 2012 uh, Kia Rio. Sorry. Compared to the Kia Rio, the smart car fuel wise, that much better. Like, because you obviously have way more power in your Kia. I would think the Kia we averaged it out. It was about ten bucks a day. Okay. Fuel. Yeah. You know, and that's... For commuting. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's steady between 100 and 120 yeah. on the highway. And the smart car is probably 12. It's more? Yeah. Well, we we drive it pretty hard. Do you know what? And I got to tell you, honestly, my pickup, not that much different. Really? really isn't that much different. You know what? Maybe. That's crazy. I mean, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be maybe it's, it's not super fuel efficient. Well, maybe I think it is if you drive at eighty k. If yes, if if it was driven the way it's meant to be, yes. <laughs> not the way yeah. Colin reached out. Yeah, no, Colin. Well, Colin yeah. likes to push it a little bit. A little bit. No, I. I mean, my truck. I'm probably about a hundred bucks a week, and that's including weekends and putting around and stuff like that. It's not that bad. My biggest reason for not having the second vehicle is insurance. Yeah, it's expensive. When you, when you add in the cost of insurance... No, it's not cheap. We get you know? killed in BC. Oh, yeah. No, if, yes. I mean, I got one guy, one house, one driver. I should be able to have 28 cars, and yeah. it'd be the same. Like, I truly believe that I should be insured. Oh, 100%. Not my vehicle. It, that's not... You have insurance. You can drive anybody's vehicle. You're insured. Yes. And I don't understand why, you know, I mean, it's the same as everything else in the world because the dummies out there, like us, we're stupid, but they're dummies. And they're like, oh, well, let's just pay insurance on each car we have and blah, blah, blah. Like, you it know. It's kind of, the whole thing is tough, though, because you'd have to, like, everybody gets the basic insurance. And then you could get, like, what if you drove, if you have you qualified to drive? Like, would you have to pay more if you had, like, an exotic car? Yes. But you, you do now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, pay, it's going to be, you're insured. ICBC, right, listen to Barry. Like the basic you know, PLPD, sense. you're going to have your insurance cover that's going to be basic. Now you're going to, you have your vehicles. So you're going to pay a premium for your vehicles. And this works great. Think about it. I mean, you want to give incentives for people buying electric cars and hybrids and all this stuff? Well, hey, you don't have to pay a premium on this because this it's is, electric. you're doing good for the world, right? You and, think you are. Well, yeah, exactly, right? But. You know what I mean? I mean, they could base it on I that way. It. So no, if I have makes a more sense. Pagani Haraya, then uh, you can raw, drive anything on the road. Well, then I'm paying based on the vehicles that I have, but I'm the one that's insured. 
Yeah. So, if, you know, I mean, then I could have multiple vehicles and it's only going to be negligible instead of cost me a thousand dollars a year. Yeah. So a $1,000 a year in insurance, it's a hell of a lot of fuel. I don't think I'm going to save that much fuel okay. that I need the hassle of having multiple vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah. I've also got my motorcycle, right? So I drive that and that saves, that's dirt cheap. What's your favorite Asian car? Uh, Random questions. Pat, wow. what's your favorite Asian car? I don't know. Car? I need to think about that for a second. Favorite Asian truck. I want to know these facts. Asian truck. Hilux. Toyota Hilux. Yeah, okay, that's Let's, done. Checked off. Checked off. You know what? I really think... Uh, the Titan with the diesel. No, yeah. I don't like the Titans. Overpriced. I really think Kia's That's come a, a long way too. in the yeah. last Kia. few years. They're yeah. making a nice car, man. Yeah. The Optima what? Turbo. It's a good-looking good, car, too. It is a good-looking car. It doesn't look it's like a, a Kia, that's for sure. Like no, none of them like, do. I know. It's like you, you start do. looking, and like we talked about this before, uh, you, you know, driving trucks, I'd like to be able to tell by the headlights of what's coming up behind me. And nowadays, it'd be like, oh, that's a, that's a Cadillac. You know, oh, that's Kia. There's some Kia you issues, know? though. They have some engine issues that I'm a little scared of. That's yeah. my only thing. Like they do, and they like we. Have, there's a thing going on Facebook right now with this lady that she uh, her engine went, and it's like a known issue. Like they just cast them wrong or something like that. And Kia's is like, no, we're not paying for it. We know we have a problem, but we're not paying for I it. I think every company does. That. No, I'm not saying any different yeah. than that. But I'm just, you know, there is, yeah. But I mean, like you said, there's good and bad on everybody. Is that an engine made by Kia? I don't. Yeah, because I know they've Kia. used a lot of Mitsubishi stuff. They've used a lot say? of Toyota stuff, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm not sure. picking on your car. I'm, I'm just saying I know that for quite a long time they were using a lot of other manufacturers' well, engines and transmissions. Right? Yeah. I think the Sedona, Charanta, whatever the, the SUV was, that was like a Mitsubishi engine and a Toyota transmission. And I think people Honda's were, people were complaining about that because it was like, basically I'm buying like a Toyota or Mitsubishi for half the price. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I like Lexus. Like the Lexus high-end cars. Yeah, yeah. They're... <sighs> Like the LFA. That's, the LFA. Pretty, that's pretty dope. Yeah. But I think these, I mean, performance numbers have finally started to increase. I mean, you can go back and Google, like, you know, land speed records and what they had cars doing back in the 20s, and they were still running over 200 mile an hour and stuff like that. So the improvement hasn't been that much. And these vehicles come, like the Lexus LFA is a kind of oddball-looking car. It's a nice-looking car, but it definitely has its oddities to it. It's very expensive. It is very expensive. It's like, you know, like, very, very expensive. And I don't see a need for it. Well, especially There's many, I mean, many, many other things, especially what I can rent out, and I can on, buy a Nissan GTR. You can't buy that car in Canada, eh? I don't think so, no. No, you can't. They don't listen. Their, their most one is the GSF. Oh, no, there's a the LC. Oh. But the LFA was a limited production thing anyway, yeah, yeah. so it wouldn't be at a dealership. That's, That's you're going to be lucky to get one of those, I think, right? Yeah. But look at that but Look at the GTR, right? The Nissan GTR. Beautiful. Yeah, Nissan wins it on that. Uh, it's Beautiful, it's, it's man. a quarter of the price and will run circles <clears throat> around the LFA. Most, and most exotic cars. Like any like supercars, that thing can. Oh no! It's minor so that's why I kind of all these cars like the LFA. Like, what's the point? Because they got to. I'm gonna spend a whole lot of money on that's not gonna get me anything. Like it, the, you know, it's a beautiful car. It performs really well. It sounds really cool. It, I mean, it's got everything going for it. 
but I can spend way less money and have something way better. And it is a Lexus, which is a Toyota. Yeah. I like the new NSX's back. Back your NSX. It's very nice. Yeah. It's what they considered a supercar, starting at 190 grand. Yeah. So is the G- GTR is considered a supercar, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah, it, is, yeah. I mean, then you look at the Corvette, though. You can get into a Corvette that's got to compare it to the performance, right? For way less to than what? that. To what? To like an LFA or something? Or to an NSX. To an NSX? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do less than half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. some crazy, crazy cars. Out and there. the Corvette is finally a decent handling car. Is it? Well, it's 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 getting much better. It's always been a very, very, very good performance car, if driven by a very, very high performance driver. And so ninety, you know, I think one hundred and thirty three percent of Corvette owners are not capable drivers, <laughs> right? I think one hundred and thirty six is the exact number. I'm not sure, but if you put a race car driver into a Corvette, it handles very well and keeps up with the Ferraris and Porsches and whatnots of the world. That's crazy. But finally, it, it, it now is a, the Z06 is a capable performing car that an average person can achieve some moderately impressive results with, I think, as far as like a track day car or something like that. The Corvette's an awesome car. It, it has a wrong stigma to it, I guess. Like the guy who drives the Corvette, you know, like. All the Corvettes awesome I've seen have been driven by older gentlemen. That's what I mean. Like, it's a pretty awesome track day car and stuff. Maybe it's just, you know, that's all I can afford. And if, if a guy's a track day guy, by the time he gets to that point in his life, maybe he can afford an actual like, yeah. real performance car, you know? Yeah. Know, I'm looking at the prices. They're only 65 grand. Yeah. Is so it was US? that fully, like, fully loaded? I'm trying to load her up right now. So, like, the most one you can get... Is that 06? Is 102. Yeah. Hundred two thousand, yeah. Three LZ package, mm-hmm. hundred two. Like to me, yeah, that okay. like the, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's still a lot of money though. But <laughs> when you compare to a yeah, like an Acura SX, I mean, or two thousand seventeen, uh, like fully loaded nine eleven turbos, run you one hundred sixty five thousand. About like that's a lot of car. For that's that price. just a basic nine eleven turbo too. Yeah. You GT three and you know oh, the GT three is like three three hundred like something, yeah, three, isn't it? Grand. Oh, my and there's like a, a two year wait there. list on those yeah, GT threes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's an amazing car. I still have. I've always been a fan <clears throat> of Corvettes, so bang for the buck. That's a nice car. Yeah, we bought and sold a lot of Corvettes, and they. I don't know. They all kind of run like crap. And I like the old ones where they weren't, they, there was no joke. It wasn't a performance car. It was a muscle car. It was, but it was know, a bit of a performance car. It handled no, better than a muscle car. No, it wasn't. No, it didn't. Really? It was, yeah. It, they did not handle, they did not drive well. They, got, they had the None four wheel them. disc brakes or four piston disc brakes. Yeah. yeah that, no, no performance. I no? mean, they were, they were muscle cars. They were awesome maybe, muscle maybe cars. Maybe you're right. They, they just were, needed a really good driver in it. <laughs> no, I mean I I like them, but man, you go back and find yourself like a '69 big block or something like that. My, like, my dad had a '73. What an awesome car that is! That's just so much fun to drive. You're you know giant horsepower with a four-speed manual transmission, ten foot long, and anything is awesome, right? Yeah. But yeah. As far as like a daily driver, or no. So domestically, who do you think is killing it right now? Domestically, like you, in a car, in car. I mean, you know what? They've all got well, Dodge and Chrysler and Ford. Um, GM, 
GM it, needs something. Their Buick line does amazingly well for some reason. But that's on it. a small scale, yeah. yeah well, because not... they're they're putting some money and some design into the cars. I mean, I I'm not a Dodge guy by any means, but look at their lineup. I mean, they've got some great looking vehicles that their reliability is decent. Their really? war- warranty is decent. I'm saying decent. It's not. There's right. nothing comparable. Let's say that. But there's nothing that's any better. Really, that's what I'm you saying. Know what it's I mean? comparable to the market. Yeah, I'd say mechanically, Ford might be a little bit stronger. Um, Ford for whatever reason, sells more vehicles. You don't work on that much domestic. Like, that's how great, like, you, you work in North Vancouver. Yes. Which is an Audi, BMW, Mercedes territory, essentially, right? Like, Yeah, a lot, I would say a, at least half of the cars I work on are BMWs. What do you think, like, domestic compared to foreign cars? What do I think about them? No, like, no, just compared <laughs> to, like, how many in your shop. Like, majority oh, of your shop would be an imported car, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so, like, it's just, that's funny, that, that dynamic. Yeah, we kind of get the, the odd, is. like, Toyota here and there, or, like, a Tacoma. Yeah. But uh, very few. Very few, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's just typical to your body shop or typical to the area that that I body shop is in. I think it's more typical to the area. You know, North Van, there's, there's a lot of money. Yeah. There's, so there's, people are buying higher, higher-end cars. Yeah. And they love the Germans. They love the German cars. You can't go wrong with a German car, though. No, they're good until they break. Exactly. And then they're expensive. <laughs> After 100,000 kilometers, give up. I'd love to find, um, like, an old diesel Benz, like, yeah. you know, 80s. Oh, you yeah? know, like, what was it, a 500s or 300Ds or whatever? <laughs> the whole bumper is covered in black soot. Like just, one of those, oh, things. those things were awesome, man. I love those things. I've had one was by here that was running on veggie oil. Oh, yeah? Mechanical fuel pump. Yeah, they're good. I mean, they're pretty good cars. Yeah. And you can rebuild everything. they got mechanical injectors. Everything is rebuildable on those cars. Wow, nice. Pretty neat. There was a 70s that I looked at in the paper the other day that was... All done. It was airbagged and wrapped. Oh, yeah? and Oh, man. This thing was sweet. Such good-looking vehicles. Back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. No power, but so much luxury. Like, oh. if you drive one of those cars, you feel like you're safe. Yeah. Anything German, you pretty much feel. Yeah. And yeah, Jags. I'm, I'm very preferential to the older Jags. I can't do them. Love them. I like the old E-Type. Like, I like the way they look. Yeah. But just some well, of the that. type. I mean, you, if you didn't like the way they looked, then you're fired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you're know? not allowed to like cars. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like even the the mid '80s, uh, um, you know, the V12s, the Vanum Plus, the you know, the XJ6, all those. Jaguar never really made a basic car, eh? No, it was like they had to full on those poor cars. Though now, like they're newer, like the 2000 Jags, <sighs> worth nothing. They're awful. Like $2,000. Ford, though. Ford wrecked Jag. Yeah. Wow. They wrecked it and fixed it both. They fixed it and then wrecked it at the same time because they fixed a a lot of major problems. I think, like, the day that they bought them, their engineers fixed 145 common problem areas of Jaguars. And that was fantastic. And then Ford should have said, okay, Jag, now go back at it. But they didn't. They stuck their nose in there like Volkswagen and Bugatti, and really screwed things up. Well, I think they just, you know, and I think Jaguar will make a resurgence at some point. I mean, this F type is starting to. Ford carry did that with back. Volvo too, though. Right. Like yeah. Volvo had some shady years there. Yeah. Then Ford owned them, and now they're they're coming back. Coming back. Yeah. 
But I mean, but Ford did help, and you know, I think Ford wanted their technology. Bought Volvo for all their technology. Yeah, all could their... have been. Could have been. You never know. Yeah, that's yeah. real espionage and Ew. all that jazz, right? But, but that F type, that Jag F type, I love that thing. Oh yeah, they're God, pretty nice. Amazing? Now they make an SUV. They made the yeah, They do make an SUV. Worked on any of those at the shop yet? No. No. I hope, I hope I don't. <laughs> I hope I don't either. Yeah. Probably take three hours to take a trim panel off a door. Yeah. To figure out where everything is. No doubt. Yeah, the English definitely have a way of building their own vehicles, eh? What's the what's the new SUV I saw the other day? Oh, God. The Jaguar brand? No. High end. Uh, Bentley. Bentley? Yeah, Bentley, the Bentley SUV. Yeah. What? Apparently it's like four hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, and you I, saw I, one? It's like four hundred thousand yeah, pounds. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. pounds. I think, I think they're, they're hideous. More pounds. Are they? They're very ugly. They're cr- oh. We got to Google yeah. this. Yeah. Do yeah. it. It's not a good looking car. No, it's not a good looking vehicle. <clears throat> but uh, it's a Bentley. I mean, I don't know. I. It's not ugly. It's. It's maybe it is. It's odd looking. Yeah, Let's it's just leave it at odd. that. We actually yeah. just had a 2017 Bentley four door sedan in the shop. Oh. Me, me, car guy didn't even know that they were doing that, and I was driving down the highway and I see this blue SUV, and I'm like, "What? How is that? Somebody pimp out a suburban or something?" Uh, and I was trying to figure it out, and I had to speed up and catch up to it to be it's like, "Called the Ben? I can't even say that." Yeah, Bentley. Ben- no, is, that, <laughs> is that it? No, no. That, yeah. Yeah. Is that the it? Pentagia. Bentayga yeah, Mulner. Just, why can't they just make yeah. it an easy name to say? Well, yeah. you got to get your bang for your buck, right? Yeah. Diesel, yeah. man. Diesel. They make it in a diesel model. Let's yeah. see how much that baby. They won't even, it's so expensive, oh, they won't even yeah, put no, a price like, on You're not going to find a price on that. Contact stuff. your local dealer for more information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, look at the interior. Oh. I mean, the inside is beautiful. Outs- but I don't it, think they how hard could it be? Because I'm sorry, because the Continental and all these are beautiful cars. They're mm-hmm. big, beastie, beautiful cars. And you look at that, and it, it doesn't look like it. It wasn't like Porsche and, and the, the Cayenne, which they tried to make it look like a 911. It's got some good power of their diesel. But if you look at that, it doesn't look like a Continental or something, but you can clearly tell that that's a Bentley. It's just the front end, right? You know? So I think, I mean, it's, it's I understand fuel it. efficient. Eight liters per 100 kilometers on a diesel. Nice. That's not too bad. Let's go with... Uh, I still think it's funny that there's no prices. Oh yeah, with it's if it, one of those things you gotta ask. Yeah, right? but if you're shopping for one of those, clearly. Oh, that one's the pimped out one. I guarantee you that that people that order these things just call up and say, "Hi, um, here's my account number or my platinum or black card number. Would you please get me one in blue?" Yeah. Okay, thank you. Bye. There's no price talk. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. She comes. She got. It's almost 700 foot-pounds of torque. Oh, yeah. Mm. A good one. Horsepower, 600. Yep. Not bad. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they make some good stuff, and this stuff lasts. And But, man. Be, oh, Bentley, I think it's Bentley, is it? That uh, something like like 92% or some ridiculous number of their cars ever made are still on the road. Well, that's They have some very impressive statistics when it comes to longevity and... Stuff now that also could be that the people that actually own them don't care about service, bring it in once a month, and have twelve thousand dollars worth of work done on it every month. But well, apparently, more know, but apparently, they're very, very, very reliable. So, apparently, a lot of supercars are left 
Like they, you end up finding them because people have that much money. There, it's like not even worth them selling. They just leave it and walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Imagine having that much money. Yeah, well, they uh, those cars get sold. I mean, there was the Dubai cars that got abandoned and stuff because payments were still owed on them. It, and, if you if you're in debt and, in your bank account in Dubai, you go to jail. Like if your bank yeah, account yeah, says minus, yeah. you go to jail. Like it doesn't even matter. Like they just put you in jail. Yeah. You got no money. You're going to jail. Yeah. But I want to work. I don't care. You're going to jail. You're going to work for us. Yeah, there you go. Like I would be afraid. No, no, no. Don't even go down that road. I would don't never go, go to Dubai. Going to I'm prison a... reform in this country. Oof, I couldn't go there, Change man. I got that face up. that I'm going to get arrested if I go to any of those kind of countries. I'm, I'm in jail. I'm in jail. Favorite truck? A domestic. I'm not a truck guy, but I've always had uh, something for a Ram. Yeah? Like the nice, you know, 3500s. Poor Barry. Sorry. No, I, I did nice trucks. It's yeah. a good looking truck. It is. I yeah. have no need no. for a truck. Would I like to have one? Yes. Yeah. Um, if I had it my way, like the new the new Sierras, I think are. You think GM's are killing it? Good looking. It's I a think good looking truck. I think they're killing Best it. Best interior by far, I think. I think GM's killing it on their packages. Yeah. Like they offer so many different rims now. Like you can get yeah. black. I mean, they all kind of do now, but like you can get so many different kind of. Premium packages. They've made on their, their, their packages very identifiable. Like they, they're calling them all these special editions. And yeah. I mean, you know, Ford, you go into Ford and it's like, well, I want the 502A package or the 73ZXL6 package, please. Like, um, you know, yeah. like, you I like the way they're away. kind of doing the marketing thing behind it. They're know? all trying to do that now. Like, you're getting, like, they're all trying to make a custom truck at the dealer for you now. Yeah. Right, like yeah. before, you'd buy a truck and then you go put some wheels on it. Now they want you to buy that all at the dealer. Yeah, right. Yeah, done. Here you go. Yeah, well, GM just launched that ad campaign with the the five new models that you can choose from. Right, yeah. so that's it, what I'm saying. It yeah. appeals to a wide range of people. I mean, I get it. Most people just like don't actually care what kind of rims they have on their car as long as they're aftermarket looking wheels. Right, like they're not. Most people just want to as long as it looks good. You know, they're not going to be like picking. 30 rims out of a catalog kind of people, right? Most I people would be that guy picking that, out the rims. I am too, yeah. but we're, yeah. we're car guys, right? Yeah. Like, but majority of people are just like, yeah, I want that payment and I like those wheels, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And they're not, they, they, they're not that picky. But you just said it the way it is though. That's, that's so true. You just, I don't even realize if you realize you said it. What did I say? You said, I want that payment and those wheels. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the way people are buying cars nowadays. So <laughs> GM's onto it. They're all onto it. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the just you know, I want that payment and it's those just wheels. It's so crazy it's awesome. the amount of pricing though. Like, the vehicles is the price that people are buying cars at now. Oh, it's insane! Yeah. Like the depreciation rate of a car now has tripled. I would yeah. think. Yeah. Triple compared to like in the eighties, seventies, right? Yeah, like, it's insane. well, isn't it like when you buy a car, drive it off the lot, you lose like thirty percent? I would think oh, close to that. Yeah. Least, right, yeah. right off. Like as soon as yeah. you they say it off now the lot. that that's your biggest cost of vehicle ownership is the initial depreciation. Yeah. That people don't realize. And, and I mean, the car companies aren't stupid, and they're throwing out all like, oh, just pay us bi-weekly, and it's only $200 every other week. Well, that's 400 bucks, more than $400 a month because it's 52 yeah. weeks in a year. Yeah. And by the way, you're losing $30,000 by driving it off the lot. I really but it's feel only bad, $200 a week. Because those people don't take care of those cars, and then they blow an engine, and they're still making $800 payments oh, on a vehicle that's dead. That is a sad, sad thing, and that's eight, occurring. Eight-year leases. That's occurring more often than none now, right? Like, there's a lot of people stuck in a car payment with their car sitting in their driveway. Yeah. And that, that shouldn't be. Like, there has yeah. to be 
to should me, be it the makes law. Sense. The, yeah. the the law should be the lease or finance. If you want to go to your bank, go to your bank and borrow the money over twenty years for a vehicle. I don't care. But when the manufacturers and dealers say this is the lease, this is you know the warranty has to equal it. And yeah. I think that's the only logical thing. And we've talked about it a ton, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you want to put a nine-year lease on it? Well, if you're going to make Great. cars that expensive, nine year you warranty. should have to back them up for that long. Yeah. Like, exactly. Not bumper to bumper. I mean, major mechanical. Yeah, if it takes eight years to pay a vehicle off, then that should, vehicle should have... The price of that vehicle should be... The years. maintenance of that vehicle should that's be included. Amazing. Right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. crazy. The traffic going through Squamish. We just heard Lambert's going by, but the traffic going through Squamish now on weekends is insane. I try to avoid the roads yeah. now. I, yeah. And when I do go out, I take the back way because I can't stand the like, highway. Let's anymore. honestly tell people how bad Squamish sucks. Nobody move here. Like honestly, let's be honest with these people yeah, coming to Squamish. It's t- don't away. even come here. Stay don't. away. We don't even like being here. No, <laughs> we're trying to. We're just trying to get out. It's 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 crazy. Get out, Squamish. Yeah. It's just booming. Yeah, it's pretty booming, man. That's for sure. It's crazy it's how insane. much it's grown in the it's, ten years that I've been here. Like we're literally booked. Like there's so much work for cars in this town. Because you think about everybody that's moving here is essentially mm-hmm. moving from Vancouver, right? Mm-hmm. They yep. all got to commute to work because they're all still yep. working in Vancouver. Yep. The amount of cars in this town, like we get nothing but calls. Like, hey, can I get a quick oil change? Like, because people are just pounding the kilometers. Yeah. Right. It just it's insane. It's, you know, it's, it's, without a doubt, it's absolutely nuts. Those. Good yeah. for business, but yeah. as techs, it's it's good for business. It's just tough keeping up. Keep, yeah. This guy is really happy with his little blower. He's still going. He's like forty five <laughs> yeah, no minutes, doubt. man. <laughs> like wow, it's pretty clean. There's he's it's, it's got to be spotless out there. It's not though. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he was swearing at our rural cars. Oh, probably. Yeah, we got a couple of cars. But do that on a there. Sunday, maybe. Right? Yeah. Like blow some leaves on a Sunday. I'm gonna go out and my car's gonna be full of grass. It yeah, yeah no doubt. Have to go wash it. It will be. Mm, yep. Wash, wash, wash. Which I would do, but is it supposed to rain? It was supposed to rain. Today. I did wash my truck the other day, actually. I'm a firm believer that you shouldn't wash your vehicles. No, no. Why? I, 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 I wash it. It's because of water? Air. I don't know. It's a waste so of water. Dumb. Waste yeah. of water. Well, I'm so green. Yeah. I don't want to waste the water washing yeah. my car. Right. I don't know. I just think it just, they just get dirty again. Yeah, exactly. There's products out there now for you know, detailing your cars that you don't even need water. Yeah. yeah. They used to have it back in the work, day, that dry wash. And they work yeah. really, really well. They do work well. But I'm not. That's. I I wash my car means that I fueled up and got three dollars off for a, for an ultimate wash. The ultimate. That's that's how I wash my car. I'm one of guys, those I'll be guys, back in though. a second, okay? I like uh, I like having my uh, my car looking good and shiny. You know, tires looking good and everything. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I am one of those guys. It happens. So, Dave, I, I know you had something you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Cars. Cars? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm stupid. About cars. Yeah. Oh! They took it from us. The trifecta. Wow. <laughs> nice. Dude, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm, maybe let's ask some body man questions. Yeah. Let's go into the but body, the body worlds, stuff. I think, it's, has got to change. Uh, and auto bo- automotive body. No, no, no. Auto body technician. Auto, auto body, body technician. technician. So simple. And maybe easy. with the word changing, but it's a different world now. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to think. And that's sort How of kind of a question. How long have you been in the trade, Pat? I've been in the trade since uh, August of 2007. So, so relatively new. Ten years, though. Yeah, that's that's a fair amount, but that's still there's been changes. But I mean, 
he you go back to my days in the car business of buying and selling cars and you know duct tape and and bondo filling is and, that what you did to people uh, to dealers sometimes maybe that might have happened once Take or twice me. but you know. well the biggest me. thing now is just the like the changing in the alloys and certain Certain parts of a car can't be fixed; they need to be replaced. Well, that's, there's a lot of replacements. Well, those aluminum body F one fifties, right? Like that's crazy. Yeah, and they're all bonded, riveted together. Yeah. It's yeah. It's Colin was saying that most things are glued now; they're not even welded. That's true. Oh, yep, that's crazy. Yep, but it's, it's like everything just in the car as world. strong as being welded. Like this, that's amazing. these new adhesives are crazy strong. So can you, you have to wear gloves? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, look at the like Ferraris and all that. A lot of that stuff is all glued now because it saves fiber. weight. You know the yeah. amount of welding and well, the uh, the brand new BMW 750Li, which is dubbed the G12, yeah. two hundred twenty thousand dollars sedan. Yeah. Um, yeah. The crazy. inner structure is all carbon fiber. Wow, it's amazing. So if you're replacing like a like a whole aperture, you got to be careful when you're removing the outside skin that you don't damage the carbon fiber that's reinforcement because then that's all huge money. Yeah. So do and you I get think paid, ridiculous. Like, do you have to take a course on how to work on those cars, or like for BMW? Yeah, yeah. you you have to be BMW certified. And you got to always be updating and yeah, yeah. yeah. I can imagine. Are you guys constantly re like when they introduce like you know now they're using glues instead of welding? Did you have to take a course on yep. how to apply that stuff? Yes. Uh, that how, was, how to glue? How to glue? <laughs> how to? Yeah. Well, there is certain procedures and there's wait times for the adhesives to dry. And do you have some movement in it? Like at first, like once you stick it, it's not like it's done. Like, it's kind of kind of in place. Yeah, like yeah. You, you can't really on. not like repositionable. Yeah, you know, or you can go really, around and no. kind of move it around a little. I mean, certain 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 things you have a little bit of play, but yeah, it's pretty much got to be bang on right away. Crazy, I remember crazy. there was one of those TV shows, and they were talking about glue, and it was you always hear the term uh, pressure sensitive adhesive. Pressure. And, yeah, and like most glues are actually pressure sensitive adhesives, that it actually chemically alters when the chemical is compressed huh. that you know so you can you can just hold it and until you actually put force yeah, on yeah, it yeah yeah it was, it was something cool yeah it was yeah, one of those technology these days shows. man but i mean like i was about to ask and 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 he said it as it was i mean your world dave in the mechanic world has changed yeah. to the point where um you're you're part replacing yeah, um, you know, we, we were watching last night, Dave and I sat down, and I think I uh, finally introduced him. I'm surprised I haven't earlier to Roadkill Garage, which, uh, you know, love the show. I don't know if you've watched uh, Roadkill. I have not. Oh, you, you you know what? They're on, they're, I think we watched <clears throat> episode 61 or 62 they're last night. They're, they're, there were a couple episodes that were duds. Honestly, that one last night was a little bit of a dud, um, uh, you know. Finnegan wasn't in it, and, and it was just Freiberger and some other guy, right? But uh, those are the two guys that do the yeah. show with Motor Trend. So, what's the pre- the, like the premises of the show? What's they just oh, it's get it's a, old they, they, it all, yeah, it whatever, but it, it changes show to show. Okay, I mean, there's the Dragwar show where they bought this crappy old Dragwar Jaguar and shoehorned a giant big block into the thing, and then the next episode, three episodes later, they shoved a supercharger on it and went out and did some racing with it. And they've got, uh, you know, mm-hmm. other vehicles that they build that are just weird and and kooky. And they have, like, okay, so here's the plan. We have 
$2,500 and this is what we have to do and we have to get to this place. They had a ranchero that they went to build and, and race at some ice races in Alaska that they had to drive this ranchero, but that failed. A lot of their episodes, they just fail. It's not yeah, like these, these they don't big make it shows. All the time. They don't, they just, it, sorry guys, it didn't work. You know what I mean? This is what we went through trying Back to make to the it work. Board. Yeah, and sometimes they'll be driving along and they, they see a car, like what was it, like an old roadrunner yeah. that Freiburger saw when they were doing a show on one thing and they stopped doing that and went and bought this roadrunner. And, and then they take some of their old cars. They took a Corvette and made a cart out of it where they stripped everything out of the Corvette and made literally like a go-kart out of a Corvette. They have episodes. One of the first ones was the best one was the El Paso. Um, they basically stared at a map, threw a dart, blindfolded. It landed close to El Paso. So I think it was they had $2,500 to get to El Paso, buy a car, and make it home. And they're not buying uh, like a, you know, an old Honda Civic. I mean, they're buying cool cars. Yeah. The closest reasonable facsimile to coolness that they could possibly do. They get you know, old cars. But they were working on this old flat, 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 flat fender Jeep. Yeah. with a little flat four in it and they're making the car work and they took apart the master cylinder and the oil filter the oh the oil pump no, was no, the master cylinder was just clogged up with gunk well and same with so the oil the oil it. pump pickup yeah. was was all and so they took it apart because and they fixed they, it they spun a rod bearing when they were driving one yeah. day and they just put a piece of a leather belt in where the rod bearing goes yeah. to see how long that would last yeah, and, so and it did last for a little bit, but it, then the bit, the belt broke and went everywhere into everything. Yeah, like clogged 30, everything. 30, 40 miles it worked. Yeah. But I mean, that's what they do. And, and I was commenting to Dave, like when the master cylinder, they were doing it and they took it apart. I'm like, would you ever think of even doing that on a vehicle now? Nothing is fixed anymore. Everything no, is replaced. Replace. And I was about to say the body world, is it the same? You answered before I could ask. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, uh, aluminum, it's uh, it's a different animal. You do you know, think it's, it's going to come out strong? Like, Do you think you're going to start seeing more and more aluminum oh, body cars? Definitely. Guaranteed. I said it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, ju- just because of the weight issue. Is there's... the Tesla aluminum? No. It's a steel body? I, I, you uh, know I what? I've only Tesla taken a front and rear bumper off of a <laughs> Tesla, so I don't. I haven't yeah. worked on the panels. I wonder if they are aluminum body. You would think because they want to be light. Yeah. Yeah, probably aluminum or plastic. But I can tell you to take I mean, them apart, it's a bit of a nightmare. I gotta tell you, the honestly, like the plastic bodies, I like Dave's. Your car's half plastic. Yeah. You know my my truck. I got that that plastic box on it, the flare side. Why would you not want that? <laughs> it just works. Yeah, it does. You know, I you know, so I'm not quite understanding this let's go aluminum plastic works just as well i know there's the environmental concerns but i got news for you your aluminum has environmental concerns too it's still a mind it's very expensive yeah very 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 expensive expensive. they were aluminum yeah Yeah, now they're starting to make the threes that aren't Plastic or steel? They're steel. Steel. Yeah, the three is the smaller sedan, right? Yeah, the, the cheap, cheap one. They're trying it's supposed to, do. to be like thirty-five grand or something like that. Yeah, yeah. for the average family. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think they they stopped using aluminum because it costs so much, and they're using steel now. I imagine still the X and the S are uh, are all still aluminum or something along. The yeah, lines. no, they said the higher ones are still aluminum bodies, but yeah. Well, they've got to save themselves uh, basically two thirds, you know, of cost. 
to to make the new ones. So is that the thing then? Is it not like the big thing was so just aluminum, just weight. That's all it is. That's the only benefit of aluminum. Weight and strength. Strength. It's, it's very strong. Stronger than steel. Yes. Huh. I maybe maybe because of the 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 thickness, the caliber of the the metal. Yeah. I mean, aluminum's got to be a little bit thicker to get the strength out of it, and, but it's still lighter. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're going back to steel on three. Yeah, that's what. Wow, they got to save the money. That's, yeah. that's all it's got to be. So Tesla's all aluminum body though. Which to me would be because we were talking about it before. Aluminum is not a, a good vehicles. conductor, too, really, right? Mm-hmm. Compared to steel, it actually conducts heat three times faster. Than I was just gonna say, Does I it? It's pretty if I remember my schooling correctly, yes. Probably. So it's like if you put electric charge to aluminum better than steel. Well, that's the thing. Like when you're working with aluminum, especially if you heat it up, you need those heat sensitive crayons. Yeah. I believe. A melting heat, temperature. A, a heat sensitive crayon? Heat sensitive Is crayon. That, yes. Really? I don't yeah. know. Can you tell us about those things? I well, it's no... just like you would put it on the panel, and yeah. then when it turns white, oh. it's reached, I believe it's 660 degrees. Cool. And then you know when you can work. And then you got to stop. You can't go any uh, any higher or else oh, you'll, you'll wow. melt it. Oh, cool. And then you can start fabricating it and yep. manipulating it once yep. it gets to that temperature. That's yep. really cool. That's like really whenever, cool. like if. If I fix a, a fender f- per, let's say, I usually take my heat gun and yeah. heat up the area that I want to work out because it's more ductile and malleable. So yeah, you can yeah. move it out a lot easier with heat. Yeah, a little heat gun on it. So are aluminum panels being repaired still as a steel panel would be? I mean, I think that the the public, you know, uh, John Q. Public has been... Oh well, you know, you know, instead of it denting, now it's going to rip the aluminum. So now you have to replace the whole panel, and blah blah blah. Are are you seeing repairs made? Are you seeing welds made? Yes, um, you know, um, especially if there's like a little stress fracture or a crack, right? On let's say a, a fender again, it's just a you yeah, know, yeah. Um, you can weld it up. You know, there's a lot of like attempts to repair it. Yeah, um, just because they're so expensive. I remember fixing a fender on a. 2016 Volvo XC90. Um, the fender was just caved in, and the fender was 800 bucks. And I got a wow. good amount of time to fix it. It took me a while, but wow. I got it. Nice. Wow. Those Volvos, those new ones, they were $100,000 buggy you're talking about. They're really not. nice. Two liter supercharged, turbocharged. <laughs> so wrong. That's crazy. So That's crazy. wrong. But hey, as long as it works, I am it works. never owning a supercharged, turbocharged vehicle. You say that now. Nope. I'm going to count on Okay. <laughs> nope. That today, mark the date, Barry said, never. Just never. like Dana White said, there'd never be girls in the UFC. You, Did he say that? Yeah. Well, he was wrong. There is women in the UFC now. Yeah. Yep. God bless that. Yeah. Some good fighters. It's true. Yeah. Fast. Well, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I don't know. It's just the way the world's working that, you know, same with computers, same with everything, you know, you nothing, you know, I've got a little gremlin in my dashboard of my truck. Um, and I know there's a loose contact or solder. I've taken it apart and made sure the wire contacts were all good and that's all fine. So I know inside, probably right by one of the plugs, there's a loose connection and it make it like you're like the dash is restarting. Like you just put the key in the ignition, all the lights, all the test lights come on. And then, you know, if I give it a little, little tap, well, all of a sudden it comes back and it's good again. Well, 
I mean, back in the day, that would be something that I would just go down to, like, I mean, when I was, you know, in Ontario, Toronto days, active surplus, and, you know, they've got every diode and everything in there, and I'd walk in and hand them, and he'd look at it, he'd be like, oh, yeah, this right here, do a little solder, and boom, it's fixed, yeah. you know? So, and I can get a replacement cluster for 130 bucks, You could send yours bucks, out to I get think. rebuilt, too. You know, but that's still going to cost me at least 130 bucks. Um a, I'm not 100% positive that that's the problem. There could be something somewhere no, else. No, I think it's pretty it's pretty common. Yeah, so, but it's, you know, well, okay, so now you just killed my whole thing. They were saying stuff needs to be replaced. Thanks, Dave, and I can send it out and get it fixed. You, yes, you tell me this you now. You can't fix it, but another well, I could probably can. fix it. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. You know, I got to just mean, take it apart and dig into it. And, anyways. But stuff's being just replaced Volvos now. Volvos are common for it. If I brought it into a dealership or a repair shop, they're not going to take the time to take it apart and try and fix it. Yeah, they're they're say, going to say, program. it's bad, you need a new one. You know, that's the way the whole industry's gone, which well, I don't even know if that costs more. For airbag modules, every time the car gets into an accident, those airbags, there's certain things that you have to replace, right? right. Now? It's just, yep. even though if they're good or bad, you still have to replace them. Yep. Even the bolts, you yeah. got to change the bolts, get brand new bolts. It's like yep. a one-time use. Wow. Sensors too, I'm guessing. Yep. yep. Then okay. you gotta send it to the dealer, get reprogrammed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's high. That I'm, guy must do good, hey, for that just reprograms the computers for all your accidents. Yeah. Dude. Why? Like, I, I mean, I'm such a simple person at times, as complex as I am, but I'm kind of like all these modules and everything in a car, and they make all these plugs and connectors and this and that and. Why is it not just all USB sort of thing, you know? Like every unit and control or your AC control, your stereo, everything just is like a USB plug and it runs all over the vehicle to a central computer where when there is a problem, since you're hooked up to GPS and cell phone and all this because crap. Because there has to be a reason these cars are 60, 70 grand. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you're that's what it about is. It. I know what it is. I just hate the fact that there's that's a clash action lawsuit for wiring yeah. from monopolizing the the wiring industry in the automotive. So essentially, the manufacturer of wiring harness and the owners of the companies like Volkswagen and uh, maybe not Volkswagen, but the manufacturers oh, got I together. Think in these like, days, you can include Volkswagen we, in anything. Let's let's <laughs> say we paid this much money for the wiring harness, right? Because nobody else makes it. And then we'll put that charge on the customer and we'll take a kickback. Hmm. So the, and they're actually getting fined. They did a clash action lawsuit for them monopolizing the market on the wiring harness. So they're putting that cost to the consumer. It's all about money at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. And I'm That's sure you can, man. You, like you said, they could probably use USB lights through the whole car, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it can be done pretty simply. But. Fiber optics? All that good stuff. We were talking briefly, and I don't think we have the information with us, but uh, we can sort of kind of touch on it, and people can Google it and make their own opinions as it is, but there's also another class action lawsuit out there regarding the push-button push start and stop vehicles. Yeah, so the reason I do say push-button start and stop vehicles, because it's no different than a key. When you get it inside, you push the button or turn your key to turn it so on. So the keyless fobs. you know. When you get I'm, out of your car, you push the button to turn your car off yeah. or turn the key to turn the car off. But apparently, there's enough idiots out there's there. There's 13 people that have died from carbon monoxide asphyxiation because they think once they leave their vehicle... It's going, to it's going to shut off, right? By itself. Yeah. Because no. they think they're going to be out of that vicinity that the car is going to know there's no key. So now they have to actually, the manufacturer getting sued because they never programmed 
the car to do that once it gets out of a certain distance. Wow. So like apparently people would not think that they have to turn their vehicle so don't, off. Don't, don't give them to people. Well, apparently the dummies. No, some people <coughs> thought that they would just they'd walk away, and once it got the fob got out of range, the vehicle would shut down. But it didn't. It keeps running, and it people doesn't. that are maybe it's in their garage or something. And it's not, a, and it just hey, their kid gets asphyxiated by gas, and thirteen ha, people have died from that. Have wow. you ever, either of you, have you ever been in a building, an enclosed environment, um, like a shop or a garage, yeah. where a vehicle is running? Hundred percent. Yes. Did you notice that the vehicle was running? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you smell the vehicle was running? Yeah. Yes. Did you hear the vehicle was running? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see the vehicle was running? <laughs> yep. Okay, where are these 13 people? How did they manage to pull? Maybe did they, they literally into pull into their garage, get out of their car, throw their little fob away so it was far enough, and lie down and have a nap beside the car? It doesn't explain the I situation. don't understand. The situations, I do not understand. It could have I been a kid, lawyers, man. Like a kid that might not know that if he's in a car in a garage with a vehicle running. There's all kinds of scenarios that could have happened. But how right? is that? I mean, how is that any bit responsibility of... The manufacturer. Well, they obviously have a case. Like, the manufacturer should have. It's just like hot coffee. Like, you buy a hot coffee, and then they have to write hot coffee on it. Not in Canada. Right? It, on the button, not it says on and off. No, I think coffee. they do have that yeah. in Canada. It's not mandatory. Somebody, yes, you you know hot. Yeah. You know what I mean, though, There right? was one like, company was selling the coffees, and it actually said on it, though, this is hot. Even though we don't have to let you know that it's hot, be careful. It's it, very hot. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it's still, it's its a frivolous But don't lawsuit. you think that they should, the vehicle should shut down? No. When they, when they leave, like, if more no. than 10 feet, it should shut off? God, no. In a, in a time where right now it's like idle, make sure you don't idle your engines. Okay. It's big, all that kind of stuff, that the manufacturers should take some responsibility that they might have overlooked that kind of a scenario? No. I think zero. you should have the common sense to know when your car's on, when but you, you leave, shut it off. Zero. We obviously know that we have laws because common sense doesn't exist everywhere we go, right? Yes. Like Exactly. So, so so I'm supposed to be responsible for your common sense? The manufacturers might be. Well, no, they They not. have to they all over. The, they have to put on the cigarette lighters that it's a cigarette lighter. It might be hot. They have to put a seatbelt light to remind people to put their seatbelts on because that saves them. We know yeah, that people. How stupid is that? So the manufacturer makes car. They just, I think they overlook No, no, they're it. mandated to, they're mandated to because of stupid people to do these things. They didn't voluntarily put seatbelt buzzers in vehicles. But now they have warnings when you take your head, your visor They're, down, there's like warnings of every possible... They have to put that I, there. I know, that because people don't necessarily have common sense. That's fine. That, is have, that my, So lack of common sense means that you should pay me money? Well, they, no, no, they should fix the problem. Not at all. They should fix the obviously there's, there's no a, problem. I I'm sorry. <laughs> you if if you have a vehicle that doesn't have a keyless fob. Yeah. Okay. So my truck, your car. Yeah. We don't have keyless fobs and push button starts. Oh yeah. Okay. So is it if you forget to turn your car off when you get out of your car and leave the key in the ignition with the thing running, the manufacturer is supposed to have some sort of liability for that? No, not as a different scenario. No, it's not a, not a different scenario. It's when not you a buy keyless the car, fob system. It's, it's not a different scenario. You bought the car. If it's said in the instruction manual, don't worry. Walk away from your vehicle, and your vehicle will eventually shut off by itself. 
Yes, they're absolutely responsible because they are idiots. Well, see, I bet you guarantee they'll get these these people that are. Oh, they'll settle. They'll, they'll, they'll settle, settle because yeah. of the cost of court, though. For they're sure not they going to settle because they're wrong. Right? It's a frivolous lawsuit, and that's what I'm saying. I it's a stupid lawsuit. I don't think that's that the manufacturers are wrong. I think they overlooked an issue that they they didn't think was there was an issue, but there I think, is no. I issue. think the world of dumb people beat them. Right? Like they there yeah, is I don't some think they're pe- not beat them. They're, it's. No, but that's how it happens. Like they in a law court, they're gonna win. They're gonna win. The manufacturers. No, no, no they're settle. They'll settle. That's not well, a win. I know what settling it means, is not a win. Anyways, yeah, I, because you, you seriously, do you think there's manufacturers have a responsibility for making people no. shut their car off? No, I think people just. Sh- shut your car off. It's yeah. pretty, it's pretty off. cut and I get dry. it. I get it's it. But when it's dry. an easy, fi- yeah, it's an easy fix. They can just make it so those fobs, as soon as they're ten feet away, shut the vehicle off. What it all boils okay, down. Okay, so then, so then, now what's going to happen when the battery gets a little low on your fob and you're driving down the road? All of a sudden, your cars are going to start shutting off. That's going to happen no uh, matter what, though. No, well, no, because it doesn't shut off right now. You're going to make it so they shut off somehow. Now cars are going to start shutting off Cosmic while you're effect. driving yeah. down the road. You're going to slam into a semi and kill 12 people. Could be, man. Well, so it's a bad but idea. You they shouldn't know, shut it off. No, they tell there you, should be nothing that automatically shuts I know, like, I've, off. my dad has one, and I've pu- he's had it in his pocket, and I've pulled away in yeah. his truck, and it says right away, we'll shut on the thing, we'll yeah. shut down, no key fob in the vehicle. Yeah. And it gives me enough time to get back. It doesn't just shut down. Okay, look, can you remember... But the vehicle knows it's rolling, can, right? Can you remember so the vehicle can know a difference between rolling and not rolling to shut here's, down. But, but here's the thing. What they people can say it. and what happens are different things. Do you remember that lady that was driving a Volkswagen or an Audi, or think it was, and she was, it was on Cops and all TV shows, and she was driving along, and she said her vehicle wouldn't shut off. She couldn't slow it down. It was running full speed, <laughs> like awesome. she was running from the cops. She ended up flipping the car and everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're supposed to believe that no matter what she did, because they told her, pull the, take the key out, put it in neutral, put it in park, put, take your foot off the gas, step on the brakes, put the emergency brake on, all of these things, and the car kept accelerating, that didn't happen. You put it in neutral. There's, I mean, the odds of all these failures, which never happen, you might get a stuck accelerator. That's fine. But your brakes, you can usually just step on the brakes and brake it and turn the car off and, you know, problem's fine. Even if it was a diesel run-on or something, okay? But you put the car in neutral and it's no longer in gear. So her transmission failed. Everything in that vehicle (laughs) failed all at once. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. She she got pulled over speeding, got freaked out a little bit, stepped on the gas and was like, holy shit, and crashed her car. That's the more likely story. That's the likely story of what happened. So all these stories that people are feeding about this, I walked away from the car and the car is supposed to shut off. Well, it did it the other day. No, you can't listen to what they're saying because they're idiots. There are idiots out there. 100%. Hundred yeah. percent. I'm not disagreeing, but that's that's why we have laws, right? That's why we have things like hot on a hot coffee, right? Yeah. Okay. So maybe Dave, you just think you need these things. But there's obviously a reason that they put hot on this because of a liability thing, yeah, right? Because somebody burnt themselves. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, right? But because of a frivolous but, lawsuit. Yeah. But is somebody that not the same thing? Twelve million dollars for spilling hot coffee from McDonald's. But is that not the same thing? No, it's something that's mandated because of stupidity. I know, but I so is this. It. This is going to be mandated now. If, that if, vehicles have you ever off. burnt yourself, or spilt hot coffee on you? 
I have, but I uh, knew it you, was. Did you go to a lawsuit? No, because I knew it was hot coffee. Well, so you're telling me the lady that ordered it at McDonald's ordered the coffee, didn't think the coffee was hot? Or that hot, I guess. I don't... Well, no, obviously, see, there's a reason, it. though, that they have to put it on the thing. They yes. got sued. Insurance. It's yeah. insurance and liability. I get and, it. Because it's, they shouldn't be sued. So now, the judge Dodge... judge actually awarded this lady the $12 million for spilling McDonald's coffee on her... Should be shot. That's end of story. <laughs> so now Dodge just has be to have. Shot. They're gonna have to put a big warning. Must shut off truck when done. Oh, they right? They're will. gonna have to, right? Yeah, and it's that's or whoever you know. has keyless. What was, that, what was that movie? That what was that stupid movie? I think it was cartoony. Um, was it Wally? It was Wally. The little robot. Yeah, the little robot. Yeah, Remember where where, where, he, where he had to save the little plant, right? Because. I never watched it. You know, was it Wally where he had to save the little plant because humans were rolling around in hover chairs and they couldn't walk anymore and they were so stupid? You know, I mean, that's where we're going. We're going to this place where seriously we're expected just to be so incredibly stupid. Common sense doesn't apply. Nothing. We're taking we're for lazy. granted how stupid we're, we really are. You know, <laughs> so that, but that's what I'm saying with this. Turn your goddamn car off. It's quite simple. It is quite when simple. When you start your car, yeah. you have to stop your car. And I'm sorry. If your child died because it was having a nap in the garage when you didn't turn your car off, I'm sorry, but it was your fault. Yeah, why is your kid in the car anyways? Exactly. I didn't want to wake him up. Didn't, yeah, you didn't yeah. want to wake him up and I'm going to leave the car. No, that was a bad Barry, decision. Are yes. you telling me people have, should take responsibility for their own actions? God oh, forbid. Crap. Oh, my God. Barry, is I that what you're that? saying? Oh, I'm so sorry. Wow. Wow. Oh, I'm so sorry. On that note, thank you for listening. <laughs> Barry's gone crazy. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely gone crazy. I just, Dave told me about that lawsuit and I was just floored. I'm like, come on. There's no way. I'm not surprised though. No, I'm no, no, I'm not even surprised at all. I'm pissed yeah. off. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm like, you know, yeah, like you said, I have to read hot on my coffee. It's a coffee, folks. Maybe it was the first time I've never had a coffee before. Do they have to put before. cold on the coffee? Yeah. Because it'll give you I a got, brain freeze? I got a brain freeze. Like those cold cappuccino things? Yeah, iced cap. Uh, iced Do they cap. say cold on yeah, it? Yeah, iced cap. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to be cold. <laughs> anyway, uh, People don't know. Pat, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you guys for having yeah, me. Yeah, I hope Appreciate you had it. fun. Yeah, Bye-bye. yeah, it was good. It's good. Come on by. Yeah. Fixed your car. Got yeah. you to talk a little bit. No doubt. All right, till the next time. All right. Thank you for listening. Peace. Remember, folks. Stay stupid. <laughs> <laughs>